All right, here we are. We're fucking rocking and rolling. Back with the podcast. What'd you guys think of that song? That's called Hoodcore by Count Time. Um, they are a band from Los Angeles, man. They've been around quite a while. I think they put out their first demo in like 2003. Uh, I'm so thankful for them to come on and take the time um, to talk. Uh, they had all four of the members on the podcast. Uh, they took their time out of their, uh, you know, for practice time on a Sunday morning and Matt, Rudy, Junior, and Chino. I'm so glad. I want to thank them again. Um, I've been listening. Yeah, I've been listening to Count Time for quite a while now, but um, they uh, really popped off, I believe, when they 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 took part in one of those shows uh, back in 2021 in L.A. when shows weren't really popping up. Uh, after the... So there's that one in L.A., like Echo Park, that was like down on like the freeway or whatever, and like that bridge where Section Hate played and uh, fucking Nate No Face, I think Alpha and Omega played that one. But they played another one that was, um, I don't know how long after, where it was in a backyard, a bunch of people in a fucking backyard. That's what they, uh, that's what these bands are known for in, in, in you know, Los Angeles um, hardcore they got nice weather all the time. It's pretty dry, so they're able to have these outdoor shows in their backyards in the hood, man. Get it? The fuck? No, um, they got a good, probably seven or eight fucking maybe nine albums. I know they did, uh, they did a split, I think, with Sworn Enemy. They have been consistently putting out music, you know, for as many as some bands, uh, for as long as some other bands been around, they have significantly more music so you can fulfill your ears and get your uh get your fix on them just go to Bandcamp. there's so much so much music uh their uh their guitarist matt he is originally from long island new york but the rest of the band are la natives i believe um uh junior's a singer uh fucking rudy the bassist he was also in a band called union 13 or is i don't i mean forgive me i don't i remember if he's still currently in the band but they are on epitaph records they've been around a long time fucking early 90s back when epitaph was crazy when they had like um early rancid and no effects and even back when uh what the fuck uh the Offspring was on there, which is wild. So that's a hell of a hell of a label to be on then and now. Like considering we got Drain on there, fucking Weezer I think is on there at one point. So shit, man, that's fu- notable. Uh, no, a notable band credit right there. Um, yeah, yeah, this band we t- we just talk about you know the growth of hardcore these days after the the fucking pandemic. Uh, they were also on the Persistence tour with. Uh, Gorilla Biscuits, uh, Agnostic Front, H2O, Wisdom and Chains. So they're awesome. If you haven't uh, listened to them, like I said, you can go onto the Bandcamp. You can uh, go on uh, Spotify or fucking YouTube, whatever. They also, uh, some of the members have another band as well called Racial Profile, which are really good. Um, there's a couple of singers in that band. Uh, I think I got something confused when we were talking about that earlier uh, in the episode. So my apologies for that. I thought that Account Time also had uh, more than one singer, but I'm an idiot. Because you type in Account Time on YouTube, you're going to find a racial profile video. So I think I thought that was a song name before I actually knew about the band. Because I'm retarded. Oh, well. Um, anyways, they're going to be at the Black and Blue Bowl in Brooklyn. This coming up Friday. They're playing uh, They're playing 
fucking early, uh, one of the first four bands, uh, from what we talked about. They, uh, they have a strong connection with New York hardcore. These OGs, they've been around a long time. They've been doing the shit, you know, stomping around in their Doc Martens for the longest, so, um, Shout out to them. Thank you for taking the time to do the podcast. Uh, I know. Um, I don't know what I was going to say. But I'll fucking peep them, follow them, fucking give them the love. They've been doing it fucking too long. They're not get the respect that they deserve. So put some respect on count time. Give them the likes and the shares and the comments. Fucking buy an EP, buy an album, go to Bandcamp. Do what you got to do. Support your local scene if you can't support them. Do something with your life. Um, anyways, um, I want to thank them again. I'm going to move on. Uh, fucking you know, tied down. Uh, the first um, uh, day one has less than uh, 50 tickets left. That's the uh, Gorilla Biscuits Day with uh, a negative approach and never-ending game. And who else? King Nine, um, Pain of Truth, D-Block, Annie Up. Sick local bands playing on it. So, uh... It doesn't get much better than that. Um, I don't know what's happening Sunday. I don't know how many tickets are left, but there's only a few. If you haven't gotten them by now, just fuck, go fuck yourself. Okay, because everybody in Detroit who doesn't have their ticket yet, what are you wasting your life for? You can spend the money. Okay, you can spend the money. Compared to when the compared to when the lineup came out to now, you could have coughed up a hundred bucks, a hundred fifty bucks. But that's okay. That's okay. Fuck it. Um, then we got the coldest life thing coming up in October, which is absolutely bonkers. I'm going to do probably a separate podcast on that whole fucking thing because it's just mind-blowing. I can't wait for it to happen. Um, show love and support, as always. I'm going to cut this. Go fuck yourself. And listen to hardcore. And count time. All right. Here we are. We're recording now. You good? <laughs> all right. So who do we? So who all do we got in here right now? I got a whole bunch of people in the picture. Why don't you guys uh, maybe introduce yourselves? I'm Junior. I do vocals. And I'm Matt, the guitar player. Yo, Rudy, play bass. You know, on the drums. There you go. <laughs> Is that it? Nobody else in the back. No, we're good. So uh. So who have I been talking to online? Is somebody running uh, that account? Is it one of you guys? Yeah, you were talking to me. Okay. He's the one who called me Potato Chip? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's a don't trip Potato Chip. Yeah, man. I was fucking... I was, I was starting to get nervous because, uh, like I said, my son had the fucking computer and I had no idea. And I came down to set all my shit up. I'm like, I can't do this without a computer. Like, I just told this guy. I was just bitching about people, like, backing out last second to him. I was like, man, I was like, you wouldn't believe how many people fucking back out last second and shit. I was like, I'm about to hold this up a little bit. I appreciate you fucking hanging out, man. Oh, good, man. Oh, yeah. Shit. We know how it is with the kids. Shit. We had a birthday party yesterday. Oh. <laughs> Everybody's healing up right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. The, the whole time difference, too. I'm glad you guys were able to... uh you know, work it out to where we can get together considering the time's a little fucked up. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. I mean, we usually practice on a Sunday at this time anyway, so it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah. So, Count Time's been around, like, quite a while now, right? At least, what, like, 2005, 6, or 7, something like that? How long have guys been around? We started in 2003, so this year is 20 years for us. Holy shit, that's a big deal, man. That's yeah. a big deal, man. So, congrats on that. And uh, it's all all original members I see right now, or... Uh, um, 
some changes. Original, original members, they ended up leaving. Well, one original member ended up leaving to another band, but basically, original members like me, the drummer, and the bass player. And yeah, I'm the new. Yeah, a new, we have a new East Coaster. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> An East Coast. Hey, man, as long as you can riff, man, it's all good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, Shit. I mean, you guys are about to be at the B&B Bowl, which is kind of a big deal. That's how this whole thing got started. Somebody from that uh, that um, hood core for, for Instagram shared it. I seen it, and then that's how this all came about. I was looking forward to see you guys, man. Yeah. I mean, we, we played, uh, I think, what, 2018 or 19? I can't remember. We played, was it 18? Yeah. We played with Judge and, uh, and Agnostic. And then we got invited back to play with MOP and Scarhead. Mm -hmm. So for 20 years, I mean, we had to do something. So we're doing a big one in LA. We were going to do Europe, but uh, a couple of dates fell out of Europe and the tickets are like really fucking crazy right now. So we're going to do New York City. We're going to do, uh, do LA for 20 years. And then just go back to business, write a new record. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, back to business. Got to keep it going. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's impressive, man. Like, I'm not in a band or anything, but uh, 20 years, just like anybody who can stay in the scene for fucking 20 years, that's crazy. But to have a band together for fucking 20 years, a lot of these bands don't make five, six, seven years. These, you know, that's what it seems anyway. So, been a band longer than I've been married with women. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, everyone falls out. You know, I get it. Um, so let me see what I got for you guys. You guys, so you represent yourself as hoodcore in a way um what would you guys how would you separate yourselves from like hardcore compared to what you guys do i know you got like the hip-hop vibe and uh and i don't want to say it wrong um you know you got like um facholo or his or chicano aspect too i don't know i know i don't i'm a little misinformed i don't know what you would uh say there um it's just you Punk know rock. Like, Fuck it. like new york has nyhc right mm -hmm. We have LAAC, but you know, hardcore, hardcore, it's the same to us because like, well, you know, we, we get kids from the hood, man. Like we, we didn't have stages to play. We had your backyard, you know what I mean? You're going to trip over someone's fucking moped or whatever the fuck was in the back, you know? So that was our, that was our stage. That was our, our venue, the backyards. That's why we named it LA Hoodcore because there's a lot of bands that are just part of the block that you're never going to hear about. But they don't have the equipment, let alone the fucking like the hookups or the connections to do anything else. So we just decided, fuck it, start playing hardcore and hoodcore, and because that's basically where it came from. You know what I mean? Like back in here, anyway. But, I mean, over there in New York, it's different. But and I guess the the way you would say we separate ourselves is the uh, the way like hip hop. You know, they're they're talking about everything that in their life, like. That's what he does. He's rhyming and uh, his lyrics all about what's going on in his life, not like the yeah, fakeness. I, mean, I get tired of the same old fucking hardcore lyrics, man. You know what I mean? Like I've heard it fucking too many times. Your brother this, and if you fuck with my family, I'll kill you, motherfucker. You ain't gonna do shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> you most won't. You're shit. right. Come to one of our shows. You know what I mean? Like come to one of our shows. People get fucking hurt right there. You know what I mean? It's not because we want it. We don't want nobody to get hurt. But hey. Whatever the fuck is going on out there has nothing to do with us, but sometimes, you know, should happen. Should happen, you know what I mean? But like, yeah, you know, you got a bunch of fools that be singing about trying to be all hard and shit. I mean, like, man, you want to be all hard? Give me the fucking, the keys to your fucking house, you know? I'll give you my TV. You can have fucking, I can have yours, you know what I mean? Like, 
Why you got to act like that? Don't think about what it is you're going through. If you have a good life, think about that, you know? If you have a rough life, think about it. I mean, I just think about what I see, what I grew up, and what we do. And for us, that's just reality. I mean, and that's that's what we do. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how else to say it. I mean, a lot of people don't understand what we're doing, but it's like, we don't give a fuck, dude. Yeah. You know, we, we do it for ourselves because, I mean, no, nobody ever wanted to give us a chance to play it. I mean, our bass player, he's a guitarist for Union 13. And they, I mean, they broke ground in like early, what, 90s, like the late, middle, what, mid 90s or something. They got on Epitaph Records. Okay, okay. What band did you say again? I missed that. Union 13. Okay, yeah, for sure. Damn. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, man, it's cool. Like, uh, I know you guys are from like a certain neighborhood in LA. Like, uh, how did you guys like fit in with like that whole like culture? Like, I know there's a lot of gang culture and shit like that compared to like punk rock. Did it kind of did it mesh together well, or was it was it, like separated? Well, I mean, it, it, sometimes it, it meshes well, and sometimes it didn't. I mean, in the early days, it wasn't that easy because you know children don't want to fuck around with a dude with purple hair, green hair, you know. But when it's your brother or your cousin. Well, they see you every day, so they get used to it. You know what I mean? They're at the they're at the show too because they got nowhere else to fucking go sometimes. So they'd be right there kicking it, or like maybe a band. I mean, being Mexican, I mean, you just have to like lose your hair and you look like a cholo. You know, that's what people fucking think anyway. I mean, <laughs> yes, yeah, I don't know a little like uh, you're in my culture, so I can't I can't answer any of the questions that I would have. <laughs> you know, like I just see it. You know, like yeah, I'm I mean, from. Like, I'm near Detroit. Like I'm like a couple, I'm like a mile like out of Detroit, but I'm near Southwest Detroit. I don't know if you ever heard of it, but it's a it's pretty big um Hispanic pop uh, population. Like a lot of uh, you know, a lot of um, I'm a, some Mexican restaurants and uh, just neighborhoods. A lot of Mexicans. Then you get on the other side of like that little area, and there's a lot of black folks and shit like that. But uh. It's cool because I had a lot of friends who had come from southwest Detroit into my city, into Lincoln Park. So I'd go over at their house and, and their mom would be making, you know, fucking um, a menudo or whatever type of uh, frijoles and shit like that. So I was always <laughs> like interested, like hanging out, like I'm going over there for a birthday party. It's about to be fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. Fajitas and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So how long have you been going to shows, man? Like you, you look like you've been around a while. I don't know. I mean, fuck. A long time, man. You know, I mean, it started off like when I was a kid, like skateboarding, whatever. And you go to backyard gigs or wherever, warehouse, wherever you know shows are at, and it just goes from there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, we were surprised like, when I was like, I don't know, like 13, 14. I mean, I'll be forty-eight this year. You know? <laughs> okay. So is that like early nineties or something? I don't know. Uh, like late eighties, like okay. late eighties, you know, like, like go see like like PIL, like Public Image Limited, and things like that, and then not knowing that hardcore, straight edge, whatever is like what it was called. I mean, I was listening to Gorilla Biscuit before I even knew who the fuck they were. You know what I mean? Or what was a Gorilla Biscuit? You know what I mean? Listening to instead, I didn't know they were straight edge. You know what I mean? I just thought it was like some dope ass punk. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then getting other bands, and I'm like. I didn't know they were straight edge. Like minor threat, I I I didn't understand. Don't drink, don't smoke, you know, whatever. I was like, because where we come from, I mean, it's like I don't understand not, it either, still to this day. <laughs> no. But you don't want to be straight edge, but there's just there was no straight edge in East LA. You know, and if there was, well, I didn't hang out with them. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know them. There was maybe like one or two straight edge bands I do remember. 
yeah, it was like maybe one or two straight edge bands that I knew, but other than that, it wasn't really popular like in the hood, you know what I mean? I mean, not that everyone was like dying to get high, but we didn't know anybody like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. We knew skaters, we knew potheads, we knew cholos, and that's who we you know hung out with. Yeah, man, I feel that. Hardcore was not a, uh, you know, it was a, it wasn't, it wasn't like part of East LA at one point. You know, what I mean, it was just, it was just punk rock, and you would have to go like the Valley for hardcore, like Orange County, and you know, we we got tired of that shit, man. Like we go to your hood, why don't you come to ours? You know what I'm saying? So that's why we said, fuck it, we'll bring the hood to the stage, and that's what we've been doing. You know, I love it, man. Yeah, I heard about you guys. Quite a few years ago, I couldn't like pinpoint point when, but uh, you know, there's a hit and miss sometimes. But then I see you guys were on that um, what the fucking um, uh, that uh, uh, persistence tour. You guys were on that, right? With like wisdom and chains and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. In, in Europe, how'd you how'd you guys end up on that? Like, like who sends you guys like a like an offer? Like, hey, let's go to Europe for fucking two weeks on this badass tour. How does that? Man, that's a wild ass wild tour to be invited onto. We recorded our last album with, with Billy from Biohazard. So um, as we were doing the record, you know, like I think we were in the middle of it or something. And we got a call like in Christmas that so one of the bands like dropped. And if we would like to be added to, you know, the persistence tour with, you know, AF and, and GB and all them. And we said, fuck yeah, let's do it. You know what I mean? And we had like one week to fucking get our tickets and our, our passports. But we weren't going to tell, you know, MAD that because then they would have just said, like, no, 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 no. You, know, you have to go through all kinds of shit. So, yeah, we did. And me and the drummer had to prove that we were American citizens. Yeah. <laughs> to, to the embassy. <laughs> like, Holy got, shit. Everybody got their passport. And they didn't believe that we were Mexican, nope. like, you know, American because, you know, well, we look like wetbacks, homie. That's what we are. And <laughs> Jesus Christ. And, and, yeah, they made me and this motherfucker go get our yearbook from yearbook, like, like <laughs> they didn't believe that we were in this country that long. I was like, yeah, we are. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and yeah, and our flight was like the same day that we had to leave, and we got our we got our passports, we stamped it, and you know we were we made it late to Poland, whatever. But we we got a day in early before Gorilla Biscuits, and we, yeah, we ended up doing the whole tour with them, and you know, the only thing I can say about that is like, yo, man. Dreams do come true only if people can believe in what it is you're doing. You know what I mean? Fuck yeah. We're living. Yeah, hell yeah. We're from fucking the neighborhood and we fucking did it. You know what I mean? Man, that's crazy. Yeah, to go from, you know, the neighborhood all the way out to Europe to do a tour with some of the greatest hardcore bands of all time to ever do it. That's, uh, and especially to have like a week to prepare. Like you had no idea that phone call was going to come and that's fucking. Like, like, what do you oh, do? You yeah, got kids, got jobs, you got fucking shit to do, and you got to get that all squared away <laughs> in one week, yeah. man. But you because, make it. Because you know, with Billy, it was just like, you know, late night sessions and shit, because he likes to work late, you know what I mean? And it's kind of, it was kind of hard because, you know, just like you, we all have kids, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you, so it's like harder, like, leaving the nighttime, you know, ladies and a bitch or something, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> or if you got to work at, like, six in the morning, three in the morning, it's like, yo, man. And they were, like, really, like, long sessions and then when that came up i was like yo you know you guys want to go to europe and it wasn't even a question because we were like that was what we were leaning towards but when we got on it it's nothing we expect i mean shit i never been on a double decker bus 
You know what I mean? I've been on a double bus. It looks like a, an accordion, you know, but that's in that day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know the, the city you know, bus been there. Yeah. What, 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 what do you call it? Euro trip? With all the skinheads and the soccer heads in? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, we had our own bunks and we had our own cater. And, Fuck. you know, it was a trip. You know I mean? Like after a while, you know, you're, you're talking with these guys. We know them, you know, over the years, you know, playing different shows, but. Like he'd be going with Pokey and like learning like drums, and I would go with like Mike from Street Dogs and like like Siv and do vocal warming like lessons like doing like falalas like running up and down the, the hall. You know what I mean? Like they don't they take their shit serious, man. You know and like a lot of things that they passed on to us. I mean, we'll live in our hearts forever. Because I mean, sir, how many fucking days you get to fucking sit there and shoot the shit with Siv from Grilla Biscuits? You know what I mean? Wild. Yeah, Wild, right. Dude. With with John from fucking you know wisdom. You know what I mean? Like. And Roger, I mean, you know, we've done a lot of, you know, shows together, but to have him, like, actually, like, give us, like, his time and just sit there with us, it was just like, hey, I mean, I'm not going to bullshit, you know what I mean? I was like, that's Roger Moret. He may be my brother, that's Roger, dog. That's you know crazy, I mean? man. I'd be, like, starstruck yeah. if I was like, what the fuck? <sighs> yeah, I mean, I grew up with these dudes on the posters on my wall, so right there, I mean, the, it just tripped me out. It was like when he met Roger, Roger almost ran us over in Arizona. You know what I mean? <laughs> we were with Danny from Northside Kings, and then Roger pulls up and he runs over, almost runs over me and Rudy. That's funny. You know what I mean? Damn. Yeah. <laughs> it almost ran you over. Yeah. Hey, I can actually say the same about fucking Roger. Actually, one time uh, they were here last year with uh, Sick of It All and Crown of Thorns that came rolling through. And I think. Oh. For uh, whatever reason, uh, Agnostic Front was a little late, and we were all like waiting outside the venue, like they're about to open it. There's a line and shit. And we're standing out there, and here comes this white fucking van, <laughs> flies right up on the curb, and fucking um, and, and Rogers driving, and uh, Vinny's in the front. He's like, "Hey guys, how's it going?" They flew the fuck up right up on the curb, and unload their shit real quick. But uh, I was like, "There they are. They're fucking rolling in a fucking tour van, like it's 1988. Like what the fuck, like." It's just crazy to see such like an influential and huge band and just in a van doing it how they used to back in the day. It's yeah. It's I mean, they, let's keep it real. Yeah. But then you go and then you go to Europe though, we got a double decker fucking first class bus. <laughs> they told us like this, they're like, yo, yo, this is some rock star shit right here. Like this doesn't happen. You know, we tour in a van and we're like like our first, you know, trip to Europe in you know, a double decker bus. I am mad at that, you know. I'm at that all. Yeah. Like, even Stigma was like, this shit doesn't happen. This is like some Metallica shit. I'm like, yeah. Well, I mean, our bus driver was uh, uh, the roadie from Motorhead, right? Yeah, Motorhead. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Like, we Don't had, you guys we... cover Motorhead? Don't you guys do Ace of Spades too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, cool. Yeah. Hey, that, I mean, that record is another thing. Is like, you know, you know, we got asked to be on that record. And, like, you know, Street Dogs is on there. And Brick by Brick and a lot of our friends are on there. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at you know the lineup, and I'm like, who's gonna do eight spades? Don't tell me these motherfuckers are expect us to do it. You know what I mean? Like that's a big song. Everybody's gonna fucking want it. You know, if you fuck it up, you fuck it up. You know what I mean? So <laughs> we went, in, you know, we went into fucking the, the studio and we put our heads together. And I'm like, if we're gonna do it, let's do it our style, homie. So it came out all right, and we got you know we got blessed by you know Shatara loved it, and you know a couple other big bands, and we we're like. Well, I guess we didn't fuck it up. You know what I mean? Cause... Nah, man, it's real good. I love it. I listen to it all the time. Like, I didn't know you guys did it. And when did that come out? How long would that come out? When did that come out? Like, 
Yeah, like maybe like 2018. Okay, yeah, I know it's been been a couple of years since I heard it because I, yeah, I think I actually seen it. You guys did a, a, a like after after New York had that big like f- comeback show at Tompkins Square Park. Did you guys do like a backyard show or something like that? Like with like Section Hate? Were you guys on that same show? It was like an outdoor like a backyard show. That was in my neighborhood. That was like when the pandemic hit. Yeah, yeah, it was like kind of during the pandemic. Like people weren't really excited about it ever. <laughs> yeah, it was like down the street from my house. Yeah, and we just all went to hang out, and we like we didn't. Ex- nobody expected what, what was going to happen. You know, but I remember we didn't know. I mean, Rudy went to go get beer, and then it took him like forever to come back because like like the cops raided it and all kind of stuff. Before we knew it, it was like it was just like us hanging out with you know. Couple skinheads that we know, and, and like a couple taggers, and then well, I turn around, it was just like four thousand people. Dude, you know what I mean? Fucking yo, that shit was impressive. Because yeah. I thought the uh, I went stadium. to the stadium, and then like a week later, we had one planned again, and um, we played it with a couple other bands, and the owner of the house usually like stops it, but there was a drive by. So they came up to the house and they said, yo, man, like with everything that's going down, you know, on the street, keep the music so there's no panic. So we we're like, well, fuck it then. And we didn't expect how it was going to be. I mean, that's how we met him because he was in the audience when we were playing. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a trip. They built a stage and we were like, a stage in a backyard? Like we never, we never experienced that before. You know what I mean? So yeah. it was cool. It turned out it was like maybe like 1,200 people. That was good. It's someone's yeah, house. You know in the mean? backyard. Yeah. That was cool. And I should fizz it out real quick because you can only do that for so long before like the cops start fucking like shut them down. But we've been doing that forever. That's how how Hood Court was born. Backyard gigs. If you can't pay your phone bill, your child support, Shit. you would get a hold of us and we would play your show and raise money and you would kick us out. You know what I mean? And that was that. <laughs> that's fucking awesome man hell that's a way to do it man that's some og diy shit you know uh, i wish that would happen here, man <laughs> i wish that would happen here but like and like in my neighborhood i'm like a boring ass for white suburban neighborhood the cops would get called people start walking down the street they'd be like uh-uh <laughs> too many people in the neighborhood already <laughs> it ain't gonna happen over here. it would go i mean like when you know our bass players band plays your backyard like it's it would be mayhem, you know what I mean? There were like so many people, even though they were like signed epitaph, they would still draw in the backyards like it was actually like like a fucking stadium, you know what I mean? We're just like sometimes you have a hit or miss, I mean, and sometimes you have a great show where the cop doesn't rate it, you know? Yeah. But you know, you can only pay the backyard for so long because you don't want your equipment all fucking trash there. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, when I seen that shit happen, like, like I said, I went to that um, uh, New York one because I'm in Detroit. Then they did the one at Tompkins Square Park with uh, whoever the fuck, Wisdom and Chains and Madball and uh, Murphy's Law. I was like, I got to go to this. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, so they're bringing hardcore back, you know? And then, like, a couple weeks later, I seen all the footage of the shit in LA. I was oh, like, man, man shooting fireworks at that fucking helicopter. That was the best thing I ever <laughs> seen in my life, man. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, like, you know, there's a lot of times, like, you know, bands would come through when we were younger. And we would want to get on that bill, but whoever's starting the show wouldn't want to put you on there because they already have their mindset of who they want to play. So we were like, yo, man, fuck that. We've, we've, we've been through that too many times, and we know how the drill is. So we started our own shit, and we said, fuck that. We'll book anybody. If you guys want to fuck with us, we'll fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. we'll book you. And yeah. we'll pay. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
You start your own party sometimes. Fuck it. I'm never invited either. I start my own party all the time. You know? <laughs> it was just, it was just a, a beautiful concept, like a good collective. And we just started putting our shirts, records, booking shows, fucking hanging out, man. I guess it turned into a fucking, like a label. I don't know. Yeah. Have a good time doing it, so I ain't tripping. You guys got any other bands um, in the area that are similar to you guys? Anything else on the hood core, you know, label, if you would? No. What was that? I said. I said. Is there any other bands um in the area like you guys that uh, that you'd consider hoodcore or you know is it like just you yeah. guys? This uh, Rudy's other band End Days. Good, uh, good band from Southeast Los Angeles called End Days, for sure. That's one. Um, well, we got Racial Profile. Racial Profile. Um, Which is like a super group of yeah. a bunch of bands. Um, slipping out of hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> the slipping out of hardcore. Yeah. Um, who else would there be? Hello, Creepers. Right. Hello, Creepers. Yeah. Yep. But we're trying to build some. We're, we're trying to build some new stuff with new bands um, that are coming up. So we've been talking about maybe doing producing some albums, some of the new younger artists that are coming out. So we still have yet to uh, to work the deals out, but that's in the future as well. That's awesome. And and so you're from LA, the one New York hat, you're from, or sorry, uh, uh, East Coast, I meant to say you're from the East Coast, but from New York? Yeah, um, yeah Long Island. Okay, oh shit, L-I-H-C. Yeah. <laughs> Did you move out there just, just recently? Or? Um, I moved out here about like eight years ago and then, uh, I was, I used to play in hardcore bands back in New York, like in 02 to like 07. Um, and then I stopped, just stopped the scene for a long time. And then uh, I, I put an ad out looking for, uh, looking for a drummer and a bass player to start jamming to hardcore with. And then uh, Junior hit me up and was like, hey, I'm not a drummer, but our guitar players just quit. <laughs> Could you want to come try out? <laughs> that's kind of how I met them. So, damn, well, that's cool. Hey, man, you met the right fucking guys. You're in a, in a cool yeah. ass band, lots of experience. You know, people that you know for work hard and do it for a long time. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Is there any any bands anybody would know that um I used I used to be in back in New York, or is it just some older? Some older local bands. There was a band called Idala that I was in. Um, we toured. We we released like an album. We toured uh, the East Coast a couple times, um, but yeah, we never really blew up. It was back in the MySpace days, but uh, okay. We, we we got we got some pretty cool shows during during those, that time. Um, but yeah, I I actually produce music for a living, so I'm usually working with all different genres and. Uh, it can be tiring working doing all this pop music at times. So, so now it's back to my roots, right? And these guys, new new hardcore record. Fuck yeah, I like it, man. You guys fuck with that band? I know the other band from Los Angeles. Um, I think it's Des Madre. You guys fuck with them too, or do you know who that band is? Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, uh, you know them. They're, yeah, they're blowing up right now. Yeah, we uh, they used to be a band called Frostbite and. Uh, like you know, late two thousands, and they're you know they changed over to that model, and it's, it's and they're hitting hard. So you know, with the punk scene as well, you know, backyard scene too. So yeah, you know, shout out to them. You know? Yeah, 
yeah, there's not many bands like you guys. So you know the handful, the handful that I know anyway. That's uh, I mean, it's interesting fucking seeing you guys, guy man. It's like it's it's like it's, it's like own different like hardcore culture, but it's all obviously mixed in with the same shit. But it's it's cool to see, especially that band. I seen them back in Chicago with uh, uh MH Chaos, man. They put on a hell of a set. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah those dudes were like, yeah, after the show, they were like fucking boxing in the alley and shit, like. Bare knuckle boxing, it's <laughs> fucking yeah. crazy, man. <laughs> like, it's like called fun beating the shit out of each other. I like it. <laughs> you know, friendly sport, man. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, man. Everybody's a you know willing participant, and it's all good, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, what's that guy? Yo, man, I like the head tattoos on the guy with the bass. I like those. <laughs> Thank you, man. How are you? What's what's your name with the bass? Uh, Rudy. Rudy. Yeah. What's yeah. up, man? Good to meet you over the internet. <laughs> He's also yeah, the one sure. in Union 13. Oh, okay. Okay. Fuck, man. What, you, you know, what year did that band come out, Union 13? What a long time um, ago. See, the band started like in 93 and got signed to Epitaph in like 97. Damn, right. man. That's a, quite an era, you know? Like, back then, I remember that. That's probably back when like, the offspring ended up on Epitaph and shit, too. Around that time, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And like for no effects and shit, like all in that yeah, same time. Was, uh, a white trash album, I think it was. White trash. Yeah. Two, two heaves and a bean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. End up bean. That's fucked up. <laughs> Went to that show at the Roxy back then. It was about like 93 or 94 around there, something like that. I took the bus. I went alone and shit. <laughs> Damn, you know, the Roxy. You know, that's crazy because, like, I never really think about, like, L.A., like, the L.A. scene. We have all those all those fucking clubs. Like, uh, what's the one that's down on? Oh, the whiskey is what I'm thinking of, right? Yeah, Would you guys ever uh, do any shows there, or is that more like a bigger place? Oh, whiskey, go yeah. Yeah. Whiskey, yeah. whiskey, yeah, we whiskey, play Roxy, Troubadour, um, Troubadour, Key Club, the Key Club, or, uh, yeah. Factory, you know. Okay, yeah, yeah. God damn, it's all coming back too. Like at one point, you, you know, obviously Terror. You guys probably must have gone to all the Terror shows when they were, you know, well they're all over the place, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, you going outside? Thumbs up. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know about Terror. We don't play many shows at them. But no, okay. Just they're kind of like the, the worldwide... Uh, worldwide hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but okay, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, there's know, levels to it. Yeah, you know. Terror, of course, Donnie Brook, you know. They, yeah. Donnie Brook is a Great band. Yeah. Yeah, they still a band. They're pretty dope. Yeah, I've seen them once. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I wish that they would do more shows. I know they're that's kind of like a side project for, uh, for whatever the homie and terror is, but I like that. Yeah, yeah, Martin. Yeah, yeah, you Martin. Yeah, it's like fuck. Um, yeah. So shit, man. Are you guys are coming out to New York next week? Obviously, we talked about the the whole B and B thing. Um, when are you guys coming out? Just uh, you coming out on like early Friday or a couple of days ahead of time? Flying out Thursday night, so I'll be there Friday morning. Yeah. And we play Friday. We'll be there all weekend. Yeah, we'll be there all weekend, come back Sunday. 
Yeah, it's gonna be wild because um I'm coming in from um uh, Friday morning. I'll be out there too. Uh, You're coming? Oh, sick! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm coming, man. I can't, I can't miss bulldoze. I missed that for FYA shit. I never seen them before, and who knows how long you know, they'll be doing shows for? Like, I think this is just like uh, it's like wrapping up the bulldoze thing. I think I don't know. I don't know. It just seems like. It's not going to last very much longer them doing these shows and shit. And I really like them. And uh, yeah. I just never got a chance to see them. And fuck, now's my chance, you know? Yeah, I'm pumped to see Pain and Truth. Long Island Hardcore represent. There you go. Yeah, they've been fucking blowing the fuck up, man. Yeah. It's, it's crazy to see it happen. Like, they started, they're like a pandemic band, you know? Like, and then... I don't know how they hit so hard, just because maybe um, all the members' um, past projects are kind of like aren't a popular dude, so they were just yeah. able to skyrocket real quick. Yeah, that's gonna they're gonna be dope. Um, yeah. yeah, the whole night, though, both night, both the nights are good lineup. So yeah, you know, y'all, yeah, naysayers, you know, yeah, naysayers, fucking yo, I'm excited for them. And obviously, yeah. fucking Death Threat are like my two favorites. I'm really looking for, and Bulldoze. I'm talking about the second night. Yeah, second night. Bulldoze for sure, first night. And we got what the after parties too. We got the homie, one of our guys. He does hip hop, Jimmy Two Step. He's gonna be rocking out with Danny Diablo. Yeah, so that'll be cool. Yeah, I did yeah. see that. That's yeah. just a few minutes from my my. I'm staying at Airbnb. It's like a. It's like. A, Point three miles away. I was like, it was too far. I won't go, but it's real close. Uh, I'm gonna have to check it out for sure. Goes till four a.m. though. That's ugh, shit. That's hard. Yeah, that's <laughs> time. That's man. rough, man. I'm gonna show up, have a drink, and go home. Fuck that. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I don't know much about the after party, but it seems like it's more like it's like a DJ and like hip hop sets and shit like that. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but. Shit should be good. Something to do after. <laughs> yeah. And then and that whole time thing's gonna fuck you guys up. You going it's like you're going and you're skipping ahead three hours, man. That's always the hardest shit. Yeah, that's hard, man. Going east. Going from east to west is pretty easy, but yeah, that's gonna suck. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I think we're all oh, you guys are taking the red eye, so Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my god, you're gonna leave what they're at ten, show up in fucking New York at like six AM. <laughs> Uh, and it's his birthday Friday, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just he gets to play on his birthday. Yeah. So. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> and you guys are are like second or third on the bill. You're playing pretty early, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're second still not sure yet. We're still waiting to hear what yeah. the set times are. Okay, well, well, just I see lower on the flyer, so I just yeah, assume I it would go. We're in the first four bands. I'm just not sure which order it is. So yeah. You bet something like that though. It's always like. If I was in a band, I'd be a little more like happier just to get it out of the way so I can enjoy the rest of the night, you know? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> just you know, get it out of the way. Shows where we go on, we play this this club out here called the Slipper Clutch. It's a really dope venue. Um, and it's all free shows every time. Uh, and we usually, uh, with the doors aren't until nine. Like nine. The first band goes on at 10, and we'll play on like midnight. Man, that shit One sucks. <laughs> Because you know you want to have a couple of beers, but you know, it's like, <laughs> man, keep your cool till we get to play. You know, and these are Sunday nights. Yeah, so. yeah, Sunday nights too. So you catch us at work all hungover. 
<laughs> like we'll be back back from New York. I'm sure the plane ride back. We're gonna be fucking yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck. I mean, you going back to work Monday like nothing happened. That shit sucks. <laughs> well, we're pumped to get our, I'm pumped to get my pizza fix on. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Yo, let me ask you. Yeah, it's a good thing, man. You're an old New Yorker. I'm uh somewhere in Brooklyn. Do you have any uh good suggestions? Anything that you would you go back to? That like so the best pizza in New York is not you're not gonna get that in the city. It's you're either gonna get it in Long Island, Queens, Brooklyn, or uh or Jersey, even like Jersey City. Um so I mean any any of those spots are really good. Uh but yeah, I think it's in Williamsburg is the Brooklyn Monarch. It's like right next to it. There's like a ton of dope uh spots over there. There used to be a place called Beer Garden, which is like this big German beer garden in uh the place is awesome. Really good bratwurst and everything. Um, but yeah, if you want pizza, man, just find any hole in the wall pizza spot. I'm sure it'd be amazing. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah. Um, I went. Uh, I went to New York um, last year. There was like a, it was a Streets of Hate, Days Records, and um, a Triple B showcase. Like all those, all those like big. Okay. It was like Tsunami, Pain of Truth, Neverending Game. All those bands played there, and I went out. And I had like a list of like these pizza places that I had to hit, and like, man, they were all so good. They're all like, they all call like a New York style, but they all taste like they have their own flavor too. But it's like, man, you just can't get enough pizza. It's everywhere, pizza everywhere. They got ninety nine cent slices everywhere, which is okay. Yeah. But you know, I don't give a fuck about a price. But like ninety nine cent slice, I had to try it. <laughs> like, let me get the bottom of the barrel pizza, and it's still good. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. You've been you've been going to New York. You've gone to a ton of times, like a ton of shows out there. Uh, I've been twice. I went to that one oh, Mad Ball okay. one at the park, you know, oh, back yeah, in cool. 2021, and then I went last year. That's it. I was wondering if you ever been to CB's. That was, that was no, cool. dude. I wish that was. It was like I think they were they were wrapping up their last shows when I started going to shows. Like it was like I started going like. 0304. I was like getting into like punk and shit. So, yeah. so I think they're last oh six oh seven. I don't remember. Yeah, it was like oh seven. Yeah, yeah. I went to one of the like, couple of the last shows there. It was sad, man. That place was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Now it's some stupid like it's like a fashion designer store. Something, something weird yeah. now. The fuck? Well, how do they do that? Like, yeah, that's yeah. bullshit. It should yeah. still be there. It's a fucking punk rock landmark. It should still be. A club, in my opinion. But got my first boot to the nose at that show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've all been there. Yeah. Um, for what show? Or, um, uh, who was it that played? Do you remember when you went there? Dude, it was uh, it was actually it was like I think it was Hatebreed and like Agnostic Front or something like that. Damn, see Hatebreed. And this is what, like Hatebreed was like really big like they're playing Ozfest and everything but like the first the last uh three or four months just had all the biggest bands playing uh cbs before they shut down so god damn yeah it's a shame like yeah i know i think i'm a I'm cold as life obviously I know who that is i'm sure cold as life they played at cbgb's um on uh the mad ball set it off um album release show i seen a flyer for that the other day i almost fell over like holy shit it was uh crown of thorns and bulldoze and mad ball and cold as life like unbelievable yeah unbelievable was... fuck when you guys gonna come out see for cold as life do their comeback show in detroit Did you guys hear about that 
Yeah, man. Oh, they are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, Jeff on vocals, it's going to be, they're doing a the whole thing. Death Threats playing, um, um, Integrity. I don't really care for them, but a lot of people like them. Um, Integrity is cool. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people like it. I mean, like, a little too metal for me, but um, yeah. I forgot who else is playing. I, I can't even think of it, but oh, for Terror is playing. Um, I don't know. It's going to be crazy. It's not like a 2,500 cap room. Like it's going to be supposed oh, to be wow. big anyway. I don't know. But I mean, with hometown band coming back, like uh, they were already broke up before I started uh, going to shows. And I seen like a weird, like alternate version with like a different singer. I was like, yeah, those are cold as life songs. Yeah, but, but it's not live. It's not cold as life. You know, that's, that's how I felt. Like, it was cool to see the songs live. And so yeah, I was happy at the time, but I'm even more pumped to see them. I've never seen them. Yeah, that's dope. <laughs> and, um, how's, uh, how's the scene in Detroit? Like, is there a lot of local bands? or? Yeah, you know, it's really coming back since, like, the pandemic. Like, there was a lot of shit going on all the time. But so after the pandemic, I guess during it, a lot of people had um, a lot of time to write and start, like, doing, like, bands and shit. So there's a Ooh. good scene right now. Um, as you guys know, it seems like, the good times don't last forever. Like it'll thrive for a while. And I thought yeah. by now for sure that it would already have like died back down. But it's no, it's thriving right now. And you have bands like Turnstile and Scal playing Coachella and uh what's Turnstile opens up for uh Blink One Eight Two. So I mean, I think hardcore is gonna start getting a little bit more in mainstream. That's just my thoughts, but I don't know, we'll see what happens. But. Yeah, um, I don't know. Even like the band um Tsunami, they're like fucking enormous right now, and uh, and Mind Force and fucking Gridiron, all those bands, they're really like a weird level that you don't normally see. Like there's a shit ton of bands, like they're doing well and they're like fucking well known, and like they're being like sponsored by like like Past Blue Ribbon and shit, like all these tours and stuff. Yeah. So maybe they got like a, there's like a hardcore kid that works for like Pabst Blue Ribbon or something. I don't know, but it's it's crazy to see it happening. Yeah, I feel like a lot. There's a lot of this nostalgia with bands coming back, like that Furnace Fest that that's been going on, where all these bands that they've been broken up for like you know ten years, fifteen years, they're coming back, and uh, and now the young kids are starting to get into it and start their own shit. And so I think there's kind of seems to be a resurgence right now. It's a good thing, man. You can't be mad at that with a lot of people getting into it and finding the culture and, you know, somewhere they feel they uh they might fit in you know, rather than in that stupid, fucked up society that we all have to go deal with every day, you know? I hate that yeah. shit. It's like, I don't even like to go to the store and like go, you know, go grocery shopping and looking at all these people like, fucking hate all of you. <laughs> <laughs> Society's the worst, man. How's uh? Let me ask this. I don't mean I wrote a bunch of shit down, but uh. So. I know count time fucks with like, uh, with Danny Diablo and shit. Like, how'd you guys get connected with him? Like, cause I know there's always been like uh, is it when he was out in LA? Cause I know he stayed out there for a while. Is that when you guys like became like boys? I thought there was some sort of more connection rather than just like, you know, just being like hardcore bands. Um. Danny's our Danny's our brother, uh, Madball, 
you know, the list goes on. Uh, we're from Doc Martin Stomp. Okay. So, well, that's a a big, you know. Yeah, yeah, the crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, uh, but at the same time, you know, he loves us just in general. So. <laughs> you know, Everybody but, loves Danny, though. He's a fucking. Oh, yeah, he's he's, he's amazing, man. Yeah, because I know he stayed out in L.A. for, for a while, you know, like, uh, I don't know what years, but I thought he had stayed out there. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he was out. You guys. Yeah, he was out here for a while, but um, you know, he's he's back and forth. You know, but he's still doing his thing. So, yeah, you know, much, love, much love to our brother Danny. You know, yeah, I'm yeah. trying to get him on the podcast eventually. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. He's he his his podcast is 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 amazing. You know. <laughs> He's wild as fuck. I mean, he's such a character. You know, I don't know him personally, but I've seen him a couple of times when he came through uh, with Scarhead and then um, Crown of Thorns last year. And, like, he's he's the best. I wish he was my friend. <laughs> like, he, he just seems so fun to be around, man. He's fucking wild, man. Yeah, he, he, he's always – it's always good times with him, good laughs with him. Uh, he does his hip-hop stuff, too. So, you know, he, he tours with that, too. So, you know, he's very versatile, but – I mean, good guy, good guy, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I know you guys got like a few records out. Are you guys, um, you guys, you got anything in the plans for anything, uh, anything to release soon? You guys in, I mean, in the studio, you just jamming, or are you guys working on putting some shit out? We've demoed about four songs in October. Um, we've been working on those. Um, we're gonna probably record them. Uh, but yeah, we're working on a whole new album, so um, it's just when we have time to get into the studio. To, we're just at a rehearsal studio right now, but um, yeah, it's in the works. So nice. Fuck. When you hear the countdown album is what it's going to be. Yeah. What's that? It's going to be twenty years of count time, so that's why it's important for us to put this record out this year. Hell so yeah! For, at least gets recorded this year. Yeah, 20, 20 songs uh, for 20 years, you know? <laughs> oh, 20 songs. <laughs> oh, 20 man, that's the man. Oh, shit. <laughs> that's the plan. But, yeah, we're spending time trying to trying to try new things out with, the, with our sound, um, just kind of progress and uh, release something that's dope. So we're spending a little more time on it, but it's going to be good. It's okay. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, after all this time, like uh, – for 20 years, like you might think you've found your sound, but it seems a lot of bands can, you know, it doesn't matter how long they've been around, they can go in a, in any direction at any time, which is which is cool. When you evolve, you know, it's always good, especially if you're happy with it. You know, some people, they, they'll they put out some shit out of left field. They're like, ah, oh, that was a mistake. <laughs> oh, no, trust me, this is not an experimental album. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just saying because I'm the new guitar player, so... You know, the, the, everything before me was written by the other guitarists. So obviously, everybody writes differently. So that's why it's going to sound a little bit different. Yeah. Fuck. How long have you been playing guitar for? Long time. Uh, I don't even know. Uh, probably twenty years. Damn. So, Fuck. Yeah. yeah. And I produce a lot of artists. So, you know, producing artists, I. You know, I spent a lot of time in the actual songwriting process, like having structure and stuff. So I'm trying to bring that in to to count time, and uh, so we can just have hooks everywhere, choruses everywhere. Just, I just want this album to be a big sing along at, at shows. So 
that's what we're shooting for. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. I got to get that shit out there. I'm excited. Um, So in some of the videos, like, I know this might sound it's like a dumb question. It looks like there's like two singers. Do you guys got two singers or is it just just one right now? It, primarily it's one. Okay. Uh, we do got a couple of different ones. I mean, maybe you've seen uh, racial profile videos like, Racial Profile has like three singers. Oh, uh, maybe that what it was because it falls all up in the same well, YouTube shit. Three or, three or four, I, I kind of forget. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, mostly count time we do. Uh, our brother Javi from uh, from uh, what? Los, Creepers. Los Creepers. Uh, he's he's another like original of the band, so he comes around. Our boy Jimmy Two Step, he helps out. You know backups and and you know some uh, some of the newer stuff too. So uh, so it kind of varies, you know. But the the main singer is Junior. So I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, man. You guys got a fucking great style. I love the hip hop vibes and the rhymes to it, man. There's nothing better in my opinion. And like it just yeah. add that yeah. like street style to it. It just makes hardcore so much better sometimes, especially when it's, it's like ignorant and ugly lyrics. I like it. <laughs> Mm -hmm. yeah it's 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 primarily street shit you know like uh we don't just we listen to hardcore a lot obviously <laughs> but uh our hip-hop roots are are very much in there i mean being from los angeles is is you can't deny that you know so hell yeah you know, the whole okay dj quick even go back wu-tang east coast stuff you know like biggie of course at least for me i speak for myself but um, just you know, up and down, up and down the chart. So yeah, for sure, you, yeah. you'll hear that a lot. Do you guys and do you guys have any like um hip hop projects or anything, or is it all just hardcore shit? Uh, we personally don't, but our brothers do. You know, on, on outside of it, you know, uh, catch a Jimmy Two Step. That's mm -hmm. that's one of our 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 big ones right there. Um, he's a hitter for sure. And then just you know. The other projects too, racial profile. We we like to combine a lot of stuff, but it's mostly like punk, for sure. <laughs> like a little dub track in the middle yeah. of one of the songs. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. Like for me, I listen to a lot of dub reggae shit like that. So Junior hit me up. He's like, "Hey, you should throw you know in the middle right there, like drop some dub in that shit." I go, "Fuck yeah!" So me and Chino got in the studio and me and him laid it out. Yeah. And we had uh, Chuck Treese help out on some vocals and do like some overdubbed guitars and that shit. So we're stoked on that. I was like, fuck yeah, because I skate too. And going back to, to that guy, it's just like, you know, that's the boy right why, there. Why wouldn't you, you know? <laughs> Cover a Thrasher magazine, shit like that, you know? So it was an honor to work with him, definitely. That's yeah. great, man. That's great. Yeah. So fuck, are you Rudy? Yeah, and I the right t-shirt on right there. I see that Dodgers. I know. Yeah. I, dude, I realized that. Like, as I was sitting down, I looked at the camera. I was like, I got the Dodgers shirt on. I was like, oh, shit. That was unintentional. <laughs> and they're playing today against the Padres. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I looked. I was like, oh, shit, man. It's fitting for today. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so I was ask you, Rudy. So you... How long have you been going to shows for? Yeah, if you were in a band in '93 on Epitaph around then, like '97 or whatever, how long have you been going to shows? And what kind of bands were you listening to that got you into 
into this shit? Well, see, for me, it goes back from skateboarding. That's how everything started for me. I started skating since, fuck, I could remember, dude, like four or five years old. There's a skateboard around. Then, say, about fifth grade, that's when, you know, shit, there's pro skateboards and shit like that. So I got more into that. Then I had a friend. He was maybe like four years older than me, and his whole family were like punk rockers, his sisters, little brothers, everybody. So he used to film us and he started putting songs in there, you know, the videos and shit, minor thread and making his own little, you know, edits. And we're talking about 1986, 87, around there. So later about, let's say, when I got into the junior high, I started tripping. I go, oh, I remember these songs. Oh, fuck, that's that. That's DRI. That's fucking Slayer. That's minor thread, Bad Brains, you know, all that kind of shit. And from there, that just... I go, I want to play in a fucking band. You know what I mean? So I was teeter-totting, skating, and fucking music and shit, doing the boat. But then I made a decision. I was like, fuck this, man. I got to fucking, you know, music you can keep playing. Skating, you know, your bones are going to get old and shit. You know what I'm saying? So I decided I chose to play music. And fuck, I've been doing it since, man, like I said, since 1990, shit like that. You know what I mean? My first gig I went to was like in 89, dude. I was like 12 years old or some shit like that, you know? Even younger, I remember, you know, a bunch of stoners, long hair fools and shit. I remember the pit broke out. I thought it was a fight. I got scared. I was like, dude, what's going on here? And I just got attracted to all that. And, you know, I never stopped. And here we are jamming with the boys and try to keep it going. That's cool, man. That's a cool story. It's cool, though. Like, you take anybody to, like, a hardcore or, like, punk show. And, like, once the pit breaks out, everybody can kind of, like, you know, I've taken a couple people that – who necessarily wouldn't go to a hardcore show or like a punk show unless I'm like Doug's and there's like, the fuck is this shit? Like a little nervous, but they're like, it was cool. Cause you see everybody's having a good time, but sometimes it can get you know, pretty wild and violent. They're like, they, they, like, I wanted to jump in there. <laughs> like hilarious to see your ass jump in there. And uh, it's like, anybody can feel, can feel the music if they're, if they're open-minded to it. Like some people think it's, it's all the same. Like, they said, like, kill yourself and like, type music. I'm, it's not even like that at all. You know, people Ooh. are. <laughs> people have no idea. Yeah, that's exactly. cool, man. Um, yeah, like, I took my sister uh, to a hardcore show. See, um, Shattered Realm a couple of years ago. She's never. Oh, yeah. She, 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 <laughs> yeah, she never been to a hardcore show. And my brother-in-law. And uh, I booked the show. They were just coming to support it or whatever. It was uh, Shattered Realm and. Uh, sector from uh chicago and a few other bands and like of course it was absolutely insane and and my brother-in-law got f- knocked out in the pit like just like I mean, I uh, say, that's, a, that's a violent first ko k the fuck oh <laughs> it's like the wrong place wrong time type shit but you know how it goes yeah it was yeah, a violent first, ass show first hardcore show I ever played was we, my band, we opened for Shattered Realm and Ramallah in uh, in New York, like '05 or something like that. And that shit was nuts. That went off. I think Realm. I remember that tour. Was that Death Before Dishonor on that one too? Death Before Dishonor, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. That came through Detroit too. Yeah, yeah, because um, uh, you know, Jeff Gunnels from from Coldest Life was playing guitar for Ramallah at the time, so he went on that tour with them. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who he was though. Really, at the time, like I was like, I was like, yeah, he's from Coldest Life, but I don't know because they were already broken up. I don't know shit, you know. I was still new, kinda. So it's like, yeah. this is just scary ass old dudes. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, 
I don't know, man. This is cool. Uh, you know, it's weird how we got hooked up into doing this. Uh, it was just like real quick. He's like, hey, yo, we should do a podcast. I'm like, that would be fucking awesome because I've always listened to Count Time since I found you guys. And, uh, you know, I haven't liked you better after you guys did that one that one pandemic show and shit. I was like, this is even fucking greater, you know, in the backyard and shit. And um, it was great to see. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know what else uh, we can talk about. I want to talk about fun New York food. That's that's all I care about. I'm so, I'm looking so forward to getting some fucking pizza. And there's this uh, there's this deli in Brooklyn that's real close um, to the venue. It's called uh, Anthony and Sons Panini Shop. Did you ever hear about that place? No. Uh, just get the bacon, egg, and cheese on a on a roll. Is that so far, right? Anthony. What do we eat there? We eat fucking. I like all the food out there. Are you a, are you a musician yourself? No, no. Um, I mean, I picked up. I've tried to play play guitar here and there, but I just find myself like I'll do it for like a few months. I have a guitar, but I'll do it for a few months and I'll put it down. I'll pick it back up. So I never really find like a steady. Myself doing anything steady, to be honest. I fuck off on everything I attempt yeah. to do, you know. But um, I like to like everything I've I've learned. Like you know, I'm happy I was able to do what I could. But it's it's a lot of exercises and a lot of just so much <laughs> to learn. With the time, I don't. I mean, I say I don't have the time, but they say like 15 minutes a day is all you need just to get you know used to it and if I learn to play and shit. But uh, no, I wish, dude. I wish I played more. Like. And you asking me, like, I'm going to fucking slap myself for not playing it more. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, learning instruments, I mean, really, if I didn't do it when I was in, like, high school or, you know, before that, where I was just bored, just sitting in my room all day practicing guitar, I probably would never learned it later in life, you know? Yeah. yeah it's hard to pick up new shit, at a, you know, once yeah. you're a little older, I guess, like, f find new things to do. Nobody really wants to do that. Like, you're good at what you're good at now. Like, wants to yeah. go through all that struggle again, you know? Yeah. Oh, shit. shit what time is it 349 yeah we gotta start a little late but we're coming up on an hour now i think um so i mean i thank you guys for fucking doing this i never thought it would have would have happened honestly like i just i was like i don't know you know i've always listened to the band and uh you know i really like it i'm looking forward to hear new shit and um even if that? you know i know people know who you guys are but there might be some people who don't listen to my podcast who might not be familiar uh, with you guys? I was gonna ask, uh, would you mind if I put like a song on the front of this? Like download a song and add it like to the podcast before the conversation? Yeah, of course. We could send you. We can send you a couple and pick one that you want to use. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you send me or like tell me whatever you want me to use, I can download it and um, cool. I can throw it on the front. Um, is there anything uh anything else you guys would have to promote? I know you'll be at the B and B Bowl. You guys got any local shows coming up or anything after that or any fun. summertime? Hoodcore Fest, Thanks. August uh, 11th and 12th in L.A. Hoodcore Fest? <laughs> yeah, who's playing? We have uh, Hoods, 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 Union 13, Naked Aggression, Powerhouse, Powerhouse. OBHC, yep. Mm. Yeah. Time Heist, Time Heist, Red Awakening from Tijuana, uh, uh, The Creepers from Northeast L.A., uh, uh, Devotion, Devotion, Reno, Reno, Garrison from the Inland Empire, and Dave from Southgate, our brothers. Yes, sir. Um, just for a lot of people, it's all Asian. It'll be great. Come mm -hmm. out, 
Fucking gangbang with us. Gangbang. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, look, man. Everybody's a fucking hood rat one way or another. Yes, sir. Yeah. Hey, yeah, man. If I see you guys in New York, I'm going to come fucking introduce myself. Say what's up, man. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Have a drink. You guys drink? You look like you drink. Like... <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're, we're, we're hungover right, right, right now. Ah! All right, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> cool hell yeah but uh yeah man i'm gonna try to get this shit up probably by like tuesday so uh if you want to send me whatever the, the song or whatnot and um i'll throw it on there and i'll f- upload it and share the shit out of it man hopefully get you guys some more people to listen and you know see you guys that'd be great and i appreciate you once again uh, all you guys getting together man in the camera i like it man uh, i'm yeah. happy you guys were all a part of it thank you i want to send a shout out to my baby boy legend luciano happy age birthday Birthday. Happy birthday, legend. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday, legend. Cool, man. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you so much again. I'm going I'm to get back right. to practicing. Spit that shit. <laughs> All right, All right man. We'll see you in New York. All right. Cool. For sure. Thank you. Bye. Peace. Bye.